Hello, and welcome to the Monster Smash Podcast, the podcast where two innocent and naive readers dive headfirst into the monster smut genre. On today's episode, we are talking about The Orc from the Office by Kate Pryor, a book that teaches us exactly what not to do when you're having a workplace romance. As always, we will be talking about this book in its entirety, so if you don't want spoilers, pause the podcast, go read the book, and then come back here and enjoy the chat. If you don't mind spoilers or you don't plan on reading the book, you can definitely still enjoy our chattering about it here. I'm your host, Christine, and with me as always is your other host, Claire. Claire, what are your thoughts? Well, as you know, I haven't had the best experience with HR in my entire (laughs) life. And our main character here is HR. Mm. Um, But... When it comes to the book, if you work in a corporate job, first of all, I'm really sorry. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sorry. I empathize. (laughs) So you might have had to sit down and watch a horrifyingly awkward video about bad behavior in the workplace. I actually had to do that when I was an intern at a lobbying firm. And if you're like me, uh, you might have even discovered during that viewing that some of your coworkers thought that inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace was fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. It was a quiz. You had to answer, do you think it's fine or not? And you could see everybody else's answers and there were oh, some boy. surprises there. Um, but have you ever wondered what would happen if someone took that video and made it into porn? Then thought you know what, it's not going far enough, and decided to add in an orc. Well, my wolf babies, here it is. <laughs> Claire, I loved this book. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, top to bottom. It was, look, it was really funny. It was very funny. The one thing I'll say is I've met a lot of incompetent HRs, and this triggered me in many ways. Look, Janice was unhinged, okay? Her name is Janice as well. She calls herself Unhinged Janice, and I want her to be my best friend. I love her. She was insane. She was making insane decisions for the entire (laughs) book, and I loved it. I I was like, Unhinged Janice, I am here for you. Also loved the orc. The orc's name is Kent. He is a little nerdy nerd nerd who works in IT, like quiet, sensitive. Loved him. Loved him. Everything about it loved i mean you know it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) i want to start off by talking about the cover because it's a fun cover i think (laughs) it's got an orc standing in an elevator and then the human facing him in the doorway of the elevator right and the the cover makes him look so much taller than I you think you can't is even described. see his face. You can't see his face, and she's because it's at cut like, off by the top of the elevator. Yes, and she's at like BJ level, like she's right at dick level. She is staring at his dick. That's my thought. Whenever you cover. see celebrities dating who have like a significant size difference, have you ever difference? seen someone with that much of a height difference? Um, Hayden Panettiere, I think, with her. Oh, ex- she's Lisco. tiny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. tiny and he's massive and right. 
this. I, I'm sorry. I keep making, I keep forgetting that we're recording just the audio and not the visual. So I was making gestures. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What, dirty ones, FYI. I don't know what those gestures were. You were kind of making a box. It looked like you were vaguely voguing yeah. on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> but the thing is that the red flags though in this book oh yeah do we have insane. triggers um look if you work in a corporate environment and you don't want to get triggered by like bullshit corporate stuff definitely don't read this book there look, were moments where i was like oh my god I've i been in one of those meetings well, here's what i'll say <laughs> i'm i am very i work in corporate finance like i am very in in the corporate world and i thought it was all like i really appreciated how absolutely corporate this was because it was like yeah. i was like this is the bullshit this is real <laughs> <laughs> have you watched um what we do in the shadows yes i love that show, show? because yeah, yeah. The, there's a line and she speaks the bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> and that's i mean it is it's a whole language that you have to learn when you're in corporate and she really nailed it in this book i thought it was very funny yeah but she's she is terrible at her job let's be honest no unhinged janice is not a good hr person <laughs> But to explain to our listeners, the, the basic gist of the plot is that Janice, who's an HR lady, um, basically she, as she's trying to open a drawer mm-hmm. in her office, uh, she's helped by this massive, very sweet IT guy who's an orc, because we live in a world basically like monsters and muscles. Yes, basically. and this... This this is uh, the company they work for, which I really, really appreciate is Evil Inc. (laughs) She works for the evil overlords. I really love that. I thought that was hilarious. They don't even say, oh, God, they say, oh, evil overlord. Oh, yeah. Oh, evil, evil overlords. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. I love the world that this was set in. But basically, he tries to help her and she accidentally elbows him in the face. It breaks his nose and he starts bleeding, which starts Mm -hmm. a mating mechanism. And just one thing. <clears throat> I am very sorry I'm going to be clearing my throat a lot during this episode. I don't know why. But <laughs> his blood is green. And I immediately yes. thought back to that. Do you know McDonald's tried this thing like decades ago to have green ketchup? Was it a Shrek thing? I don't think it was a Shrek thing. I think they oh. just tried a green ketchup and it completely failed because people were like, <laughs> I'm not putting what that in is my this? mouth. <laughs> Uh, but his, yeah, his blood is green, and I immediately thought of that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, we open on that scene, and it's um, it gets right into it. So there's, like, an immediate attraction. Like, they definitely, we only hear from Janice's point of view. We don't get Kent's point of view, which mm. I don't mind. I like when there's a dual point of view, but I, I also like when it's, you know, just, just the thing the is that usually when they have a dual point of view, the guy always sounds so dumb. Yeah, I kind of like that we got to just see him through Janice's eyes instead. Yeah, of, yeah, I like that. Um, but so basically, there- the the point is that if when orcs draw blood, it starts this bonding, this mating thing, this mating frenzy. Yes, it's part of. So the mating it was, was a really little weird. bit. But the mating was, was a little really bit complicated confusing. because it doesn't necessarily mean. Like, if you draw blood from an orc, you're not necessarily made. Like, you have to you have to first be some sort of compatible. And then... Huh, I did not get that. Yeah, it was like... Because they... Because she asks him later on, 
um, how often does this happen? And he's like, it's a once in a lifetime thing, if that, basically. So they basically were mates anyway and then her making him bleed is like an orc tradition that starts off but see that wasn't very well explained in the book no but that's i i mean and i could be wrong that's what i got from the book (laughs) maybe i misunderstood but that's what i got from the book and then yeah the blood drawing blood from an orc is like the they call it what a blood fever which basically just means they want to fuck all the time they're like super attracted to each other for a period of time it's not supposed to be forever but it's and and that's the thing that was kind of like interesting is that they went into it right away. They start getting attracted immediately. Right yeah, away. so she just basically like throws some napkins at him and leaves the room because she's like super embarrassed and doesn't understand why she's like so attractive to this dude. Like, so she runs away. She goes into her office. She's like, I I can't believe I did that. I'm gonna have to fill out so much paperwork. I injured a coworker. But you know when that's. <laughs> She was kind of, she annoyed me so much in the <laughs> HR way because at the very beginning, right, she's she's talking about how people were fucking with her drawer that has the name Janice on it, which at first I was like, you know, completely valid. I hate when people touch my stuff, especially Fair. in the office. However, her first thought is I'm going to send an email reminding everyone in the office about the policies regarding damage to company property and send it to everyone and then send right away a company-wide reminder that performance reviews are around the corner so that everyone is going to panic. And that is the shittiest thing. Okay, you're Even right. if you want to be petty, you cannot, just because you're kind of upset that someone messed with your drawer, just make people feel like they're going to get fired and lose their jobs. Okay, yeah, you you're, you're HR. right. <laughs> you're supposed to de-escalate conflict, not create it. You really focused on the corporate aspect of this, and I really focused on the romance, I think. Um. Look, for for context, I had very recently a really horrible experience with HR. Yes. Um, so I'm still suffering uh, from the trauma. You're right. I kind of skipped right over that, but that is pretty, like, evil. But they do work for Evil Inc., so, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, because cause he comes back to her office and his his shirt his shirt pops open as well (laughs) wait 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 hold on there is i got a couple of quotes from that opening scene that i want to get to so she's struggling to open up the the drawer right and she says the it department has asked me to stop (laughs) slapping my computer when it gives me trouble but for (laughs) inanimate objects i've always found percussive maintenance to be the most persuasive i can't exactly bcc (laughs) i can't exactly bcc furniture into submission and i was like this character is truly channeling all of my corporate rage (laughs) like how many times have you hit your computer oh uh never just in case somebody from my job is listening (laughs) no i don't hit my computer i don't i have dropped it several times um spilled water on it once i stepped on mine one time (laughs) i I, in my defense i was really drunk and i don't know why it was on the floor (laughs) i want i woke everybody up being like can someone i'm too drunk to see if my computer works can you guys check was it a work computer no, no, no. Okay. But it was my it was my Mac, so I was pretty. Yeah, I was gonna say I once like accidentally leaned my elbow on my personal computer really bad and like shattered the screen. Yeah, 
I know. Oh, oh that hurts. Oh. Well, it was, cl- it was a laptop and it was closed. So I just leaned really hard on the top and then like the inside screens. So it was, I didn't hurt me, but yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, I was worried about your computer. Not for you. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a very expensive computer and I am much more responsible now. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. So anyway, I really, I really appreciated that out of Unhinged Janice. And then we also get a uh, a quick um, description of uh, Kent. And this is what it says. I can see that the right side of his head is shaved to the scalp in typical orc fashion, revealing a pointed ear, uh, revealing a point pointed and torn up ear, a number of sharp looking piercings through it. And I was just like immediately into it. I don't, I don't know. I think it's, God, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this would have to do like a deep dive into what my type of man is, but You're I like was a bad boy. I was into him. Well, yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like a bad boy, but he's also like a quiet, sensitive little nerd. And he's in IT, so he it's can like, fix your computer. That's true. I don't want to have to deal with it. So you have you it. ever met someone working in IT looking like that, though? No, <laughs> it's not real <laughs> life. <laughs> but I'm just saying I'm into him. I am into Kent immediately. I also loved that the meat cute in this was literally like her giving him a bloody nose. Like that is a fun that's a fun meat cute. Is it though? Because that sounds like assault. <laughs> it's a, it's just, it was an accident. It's not a, it wasn't on purpose. That would be yeah, assault. Well, that's that's why you have, you know crimes like manslaughter because sometimes things happen on accident (laughs) you don't get you don't get charged with assault for accidentally elbowing somebody uh you could get civil charges for it to pay their medical bills listen i don't care if you went to law school (laughs) i don't care it was cute Okay, so she goes back to her office and she's like, I need to figure out how to apologize to him. What do I do? Like, how do I make... I wrote, no, no, it's an apology, not a meeting I'm presenting. A slideshow would be too much. But I I would still like to make note cards and a binder. (laughs) She's a little bit type A unhinged. No, but the thing, she's type A, but at the same time, she is absolutely crap at her job. Because... I continue with the plot and I'll give you an exact okay. thought of what I think about Janice as, as an HR lady. <laughs> okay, so he shows up at her office and um it's it's cute. This is another like cute thing that I thought was adorable. She broke his glasses, so he now has tape and <laughs> his glasses. And I was like, what a nerd. It's so cute. But he um, comes in to tell her basically about the mating thing. But instead of straight up telling yes. her, or maybe just sending her an email because he knows what happens right. when there's a mating frenzy. He's just like, um, we need to talk. Uh and, and he doesn't say yes. it quick enough. And then the sex happens. Yes, he <laughs> doesn't get it out quick enough. But like this blood fever is driving them both crazy. And she's like, I've never been this horny in my entire life. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm so fucking horny. She she starts touching herself. And he's like, very approving. He's like, <laughs> yeah, do do that. I am into it. Straight and- <laughs> out of a porno, though. <laughs> it truly is. And I like, I didn't think 
like I'm pretty sure they didn't close the door. He walks in, okay, and she's like, "Yes, go down on me, like absolutely." And I'm pretty sure he doesn't shut the door and just like hikes up. No, she's wearing pants. Pulls down her pants and eats her out on the edge of her desk. And then they both just kind of like stand up. Yeah, and he's like, "We need to go to Monster Resources." That's like <laughs> literally like what. It is. My my thought during this scene, though, is that, <clears throat> you know, when you read office romances or just when you watch a rom-com that happens in an office. Yeah. And you always have that little annoying thought of, like, where the fuck is HR? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this is here's HR. what HR is doing. I, I think that Janice is living a secret double life. I'll get into that theory <laughs> later. I really think she has got she's got a lot going on that's not in those books. Uh, there was a funny quote from this, and it says, could I have? No. Actually, it's too ridiculous to even consider. Humans don't go into heat. <laughs> and she says, get a grip, Janice. I was like, yeah, get a grip, Janice. Relax. But she also mentions that her BF, she can't speak to her BFF, because I think that her BFF must be book one, because we did read book two. Yes, I didn't realize we were. this was a book two, but it's fine. It's a standalone. She says that her BFF is fucking the CEO. So you're like, okay, HR is fucking IT. HR's BFF is fucking this. Maybe (laughs) they need a bigger HR department. (laughs) They might want to consider revamping their HR (laughs) policies. Uh, And she does say in this scene, and this happens a couple of times, and I was like, hold on a second. What the fuck is happening here? She says, I'm really wet. It's practically a mess. I can't even begin to think about the laundry I'll need to do after. (laughs) Like, normal laundry? You'll have to do normal laundry, Janice, because you can't be that wet. Like, you're not ruining all the clothes you're wearing. Yeah, I don't think that's how women's biology works. No, it's really, really not. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can just, you know, take a hair dryer and aim it at your crotch and you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be be fine. Which, Um, FYI, no one tries this because I'm not entirely sure that's safe, so... No, please don't. As I said in my introduction, this is everything <laughs> not to do when you're having a, a workplace romance. Like, a- absolutely do not fuck at your job. Like, there's no reason for that. You know, my, my one of my brothers uh, dated someone that he met at the office. Uh, they didn't, that I know of, they didn't do anything at the office. But mm. they started dating and it wouldn't, it's not that it wasn't allowed, but I think it would have caused a lot of problems. Yeah. So they had to pretend not to be dating. So they had to be careful in arriving like 20 minutes mm. separately, like apart from each other when they arrived at the office. Um, Yeah. I mean, I understand like not wanting to tell HR or whatever, because then you're like getting into a lot of stuff. But like, you can't be messing around at the office. You can't, you can't do that. It's bad. But what if, okay, what if you work in the field? in an NGO Wait, what? you're a little bit drunk <laughs> and you kiss your supervisor oh you hooked up with somebody at your place of work before uh okay so I was a volunteer so it wasn't exactly okay still not same, appropriate we no, were in the middle yeah we were in the middle of nowhere in the field and we kissed all right I'll let it pass and then it's he made me he made me promise not to tell anyone oh okay I thought you were gonna say something else after he made me um no I think you're fine 
It was just a kiss. You're good. I mean, I w- you shouldn't, but it's okay. Oh no, it was it was that's that's one of the reasons why I'm I, I'm I think it's a terrible idea to date anyone you're working with because we had to spend the next two months because we were in semi isolation basically in a group, right? And it was super uncomfortable. It was super awkward. It was horrible. Do not do that. I can imagine that sounds horrible. So, okay, so he goes down on her, she comes, and then she's like, um, hi, oh, wow, okay, hello, can you, like, hand a girl a towel? I don't think I can process (laughs) anything until I get dressed again, I ramble. You said you were from the IT department, right? (laughs) She doesn't even know his name, doesn't know what he does. You do not know this person's name, this is the second chapter of- HR, she should know who he is. No, if it's a big company, she's not gonna know everybody. If it's a big company, you shouldn't have just one person for HR. I think there's more HR people. I don't think she's the only one. Because she's in, like, meetings with other HR people. I, and you know, there's a whole separate HR. There's MR for all the monsters that work there. There's a whole separate monster resources, which is where he's basically like, oh, hey, um, actually didn't come here to eat you out. I came here to tell you we <laughs> need to go to monster resources. Yeah, that was effective, buddy. Um, yeah, you. I mean, you should have said that immediately or, like, called or, you know, uh, emailed, anything like that. Like, But, okay, sure. So <laughs> they go to Monster Resources, and there's a woman there who appears to just be a human. Uh, we don't know. Yeah, she's not. We realize that she's not. We just don't know what she is. Oh, okay. I, I, think, I, she's, I think she's part of book three, because I think the epilogue kind of goes through oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. She gets a pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've made bonded with a coworker. <laughs> <laughs> I I really loved that, and she was like, "What? I have like she has no idea what's going on at this point, Janice." And they show her a VHS tape. Yes, they have an old VHS tape. So Gwen says, "Drawing blood is an orc betrothal custom." Uh, apparently it has its roots in some kind of physiological response blood fever or something it's called she shrugs as she writes something down i'd have to look it up for specifics uh at this point i I just wrote this is brilliant and amazing and i have no notes about it (laughs) (laughs) uh and then they watch that mean that when you you get engaged as an orc in this world the betrothal ceremony sorry the the ceremony mm-hmm. um involves just like okay honey go punch that guy <laughs> no i think you have to draw the blood of the other person yeah i know but it's just it was so weird and confusing and complicated and it's just such a complicated have, world I, building <laughs> i have another quote from the vhs video that explains this whole thing uh having a long history with courtship by combat many orc mating traditions started with bloodshed the breaking of skin triggers a pheromone response colloquially known as the blood fever for the fever-like symptoms it starts with the tape's narrator draws draws out draws why can't i speak on like it's an interesting fact those pheromones once spread to the uh, to the one to draw first blood could would calm the partner into stopping their attack and begin a centuries old claiming ritual. But what if you're accident? What if you're just in a fight, like an actual fist fight? Can you accidentally start the I mating mean, frenzy? Like you're throwing punches at someone, you hate them, and then all of a sudden you're just like tearing each other. Yeah, apart. I think so. I mean, she just 
elbowed him accidentally in the face and started it. That like, seems I think like such can... a like complicated thing because it's very. What if you reckless. get a nosebleed? What if you? Yeah. I mean, you know, you you cut your arm in front of your cousin when you're cooking. Like, there's a thousand ways to get into this blood fever, and uh, yeah, it it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a good system. <laughs> I no, I'm telling you, it was it was weird. Like the system could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, could have yeah, she could have yeah. thought of something else for the 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 plot premise. I I I liked it. I'm not. It's just that essentially because afterwards they completely they do everything that they shouldn't do, yes. and it's not that hard. The instructions because they tell her basically, you can either wait it out. So yeah. for a week you're it's going to be awful. I think it was like a and month. You're gonna yeah mm-hmm. a month. You're gonna stay home. You can you can work from home. You know you can figure it out. You can take time off. You'll be okay. Or you take a pill. Both options are really great. She doesn't want to take the pill because she's like, yeah, what if it hasn't been tested on humans? I would take the pill. Uh, ask the pharmacist. The pharmacist will be able to tell you. But the other option is yeah. stay home. And because she she goes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bit ahead, but she goes mm-hmm. home for a week. She tries it. And she's like, oh, my God, I can barely work. I've been eating a bunch of junk food and, and jerking off all day long. This is horrible. Like, yeah. so, no, dude. It sounds great, time honestly. Do that for a month. And, yeah. They basically say know, that, just too. They're like, just download Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> right, download right. Tinder and, you know, right. have, a, have a month. You can absolutely wait it out. But she's like, no, I want work to distract me. I'm more distracted <laughs> at work. She's I, no, Come on. She makes the worst decisions. She makes so, very bad decisions. This, she I'm keeps telling you. seeking him out. She's doing the yeah. worst possible things. And you're like, okay, well, where's your brain, honey? She's unhinged. She's fully unhinged. Um, I have a couple more quotes here. So uh, here's one that I really liked from when they were watching the video. I've sat through a number of sensitivity training sessions with other company members, usually teaching them how to how not to microaggress the undead, respecting the <laughs> cultural boundaries of swap creatures, and accommodating the needs of cursed peoples. Uh, I've seen most of these videos enough to have them half memorized. I think this world sounds hilarious, and I want to live in it. There like, is a point where they talk about um, how you do the tax filing when you're um an undead that has been like brought back to life by a necromancer uh-huh. and they say you can uh file as a dependent from your necromancer i thought that was so funny i, I really loved it <laughs> the world is so funny like the thought just... process behind this <laughs> yes, is so so funny so she's like trying to get him well she's not really trying that hard to get him off of her mind and honestly like here's where i related to janice because i have a low (laughs) i have low self-control like if i was in this situation i would be like we better just get together because there's no way i'm gonna be able to feel like this and go i like i'm gonna find little ways to talk to you this is this is how i I would just say go on a date right go out with him like give it a try fuck at the office definitely don't fuck at the office i have enough self-control for that i just want to put that on the record i would never fuck at the office (laughs) but i get it like i get the little like i'll just email him real quick or like because i would do the same thing i would yeah no Uh, same yeah absolutely like there's one so here's when she's trying not to like talk to him 
She says, I think I hate him. How dare he write a perfectly composed email about this? I nearly managed to bury the memory of his tongue against my clit under a bottle of white wine and three-fourths of a double cheese pizza and six hours of HGTV shows about people who (laughs) do not deserve beachside property. And now there's an email dredging it all back up. Um, That was relatable. Also, Janice, three-fourths of a double cheese pizza? Power through. Eat the pizza. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for it, don't eat three-fourths. Eat the whole pizza. Buy two pizzas. Get another pizza. Gorge yourself on pizza, is what we're saying. You deserve it. But yeah, no, she tries She tries that She tries that for a week, I think, and she comes back to the office, uh, if I'm not wrong about the timing. I think she tries it for, like, a day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out for her. I, I like, feel like you would. You would not, like... You would not need much to convince me to work from home, which is essentially I've, I've no, I never want to go. Life I've worked from home since COVID has hit. I have not stepped foot in an office. I never want to step foot in an office again. I've done that a couple times, and I absolutely fucking hate it because at lunchtime you cannot take your lunchtime. You have to sit with your colleagues, and you have to. Talk. My first internship at lunch because it was a very small office. It was seven mm-hmm. people. Everybody ate lunch together in the boss's office. Ew. And ended up discussing work. And every now and then I would say, oh, I'm just going to chill with my book. Mm -hmm. And I would be considered antisocial and stuff. It's like, I'm hanging out with you guys eight hours a day. Can I have my fucking one hour of lunch? I want to read my book. Good Lord. The only thing I miss about the office is when I, when COVID hit, I was working for a large company. Um, and we have like three cafeterias and like a sushi chef and a barista and stuff. So it was all very convenient to get like really delicious food and drink. And yep. uh, obviously, I just have to eat what's in my house now. That's a uh, first world problems for sure. <laughs> That's the only thing I miss about the office. <laughs> I don't miss anything about the office. Okay, so here is uh... she. Yeah, so she she basically goes boohoo. I'm masturbating too much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is literally the solution to her problem. Right. They say, like, so she's at work one day and she's like, I need to figure out more about this. So she starts, like, oh, God. Googling stuff, right? <laughs> but the, she this finds is... a romance video yeah, of like wait, orcs talking about how they met. Oh, yes, yes. And she's like, it's very sweet. It's very nice. But so before pretty. that, there is, this is the, this is the first thing that happened that made me feel like maybe Janice was re- leading a double life. So she says, <laughs> I'm not about to get all tied up in knots over what happened in my office. I'm a grown adult, supernatural horniness or not. I'll be responsible for my own choices to have sex at work. It wouldn't be the first time, but I am determined that it will be the last. And I was like, back up, Janice. You've had sex at work before? You've had sex at work. When? How many times? What are we talking about here, Janice? Uh, that's kind of a big deal. She should do another job. <laughs> she shouldn't be in HR. I love her. Janice, I love you, but you, do, you don't belong in Don't HR. become a therapist either. <laughs> don't be a therapist. <laughs> do something that involves minimal human contact. She also, and I wrote this down, and I want to <laughs> say this because I really thought this was a great line. She said, if I was wearing jeans, I might try to ride the stiff seam that can find my clit much better than any of my exes could. Sick burn, Janice. That is a burn. Also, your jeans? 
Oh, that, that hurts just thinking about I, it. Yeah, I don't like the thought of that. I really don't. Okay, so she's Googling. Now that I've, I had to get those quotes out of the way. There's a lot of stuff in this that I really laughed at. Um, she's Googling. Uh, like what? What about this mating bond? Has it ever happened with humans? She's going on monstruspedia. Yes, and she stumbles upon orc porn. She starts watching orc porn on her work computer. Yeah, reminder: she is at work. She is at her office. We don't even know if her if her desk is facing the door or not. We have no idea what the orientation of her office is. But Pretty it's just sure her not, door is open. She's not wearing headphones or anything. She's no. just like, and it's like truly like orcs fuck it. Like the hardcore orc <laughs> porn. There's a, there's a quote that I really like here. It's like, to be fair to me, porn is usually a lot less green. At least the porn I've been searching on purpose up until this point my favorite part of that is that she was like i shouldn't watch porn at work let me get a quick sticky note so i can write down the url to search it yeah, later that drove me crazy who <laughs> writes the url on the like, sticky notes you're just gonna like, remember sticky note just google just it when you got home yeah. <laughs> i do the same thing url anymore i was like you're gonna keep the screen open for long enough for you to write the whole url down so you can but then that's the quote <laughs> she stops writing because then, with an absolute primal growl, the porn star orc pulls out and his massive cock takes center screen. My cunt aches with an ever-urgent need as the money shot slows across the screen. Thick white ropes are fluid gushing from his cock, leaking out of the actress. I think he had normal jizz. <laughs> and then she says, I balance on the precipice of either locking my office door and rubbing one out at my desk. Or going to the bathroom, I think. <laughs> and it's like, neither, like, close your door and don't masturbate right. at the office. Do not masturbate at the office. Also, this is where we get a description of the dick. It's not that weird. Like, the dick is not yeah. that weird, relatively. There's, there's really not going to be a ridges. dick section for this episode. Right. It's got some ridges on it, like, reminiscent of Ice Planet Barbarians. It's big. But did you get it? It said that there were, like, twin slits. Like one dick, two holes. Did you did you catch that? I did not catch that. It said twin slits. Like it had, like the dick had two holes. What for? What purpose? <laughs> Why are we doing this to ourselves, Christine? That's the other thing. It's the same. What thing. has gone wrong in our lives? <laughs> What's gone right in our lives, Claire? Um, it's the same thing with the Dragon's Bride with like two dicks. It's like, what is the purpose of having more than one? What's the purpose of having more than one hole? Like, do you have four balls and then you have come coming from your other balls? Like, I don't. You wonder, have a lot purpose? of interest for the balls in whichever book, whichever I, book we read. You really because, focus on the balls. Well, it's because they never get any playtime, right? It's always about the dick and the weird dick, because but they, we never weird. hear about the balls. Yeah, so are balls dicks. Are weird. So are dicks. Yeah. I guess, but balls are extra weird. Balls are super weird. I'm just saying, like, the mechanics of the dicks don't make sense to me. It's like, why well, would it's you just need such an insignificant holes? detail? You know? Right. She could have just, like, not. Why couldn't he have just had a regular dick? Why did there need to be two holes? Can any, if anyone's listening to this, can you explain this to me? <laughs> no, because you know, someone actually explained to me. Uh, not the the two holes thing, but something that we discussed in one of our previous episodes, which is the knot 
Uh, oh, because... I explained that to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know the mechanics, but oh. why people like it. Oh, okay. Because the thing is, I was reading in elf romance. Mm-hmm. And for oh, some right. reason, there's not mechanism in it. Um, and And someone messaged me. And she said, oh, it's something that I like about the book. And that's why I asked. I was like, okay, no, no king shame. Again, no judgment. Just we, what, we, what is we, it? We laugh about things on the podcast, but there's no, we're not judging if you're into it. Or no, not if at you all. find that attractive. There's never been, that's never been the, the, the point of this podcast. But Mm-mm. so I asked her sincerely, I was like, okay, I find that for me, it's weird, but mm-hmm. not that someone likes it, but I'm like, I don't understand it. Can you explain to me what you find attractive about it? And, and it was a simple thing of like being stuck, forcefully stuck inside someone that okay. was attractive to them. Like a very like claiming kind of yeah. like your mind. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Sure. Which, you know, fair enough. I can see it. Um, but the two slits thing, I don't know what kind of if look, if that is your kink, you're welcome to DM us. Please, yeah, email us the monster smash pot at gmail.com. Message us on social media like We will not show any names. <laughs> no. And we're we're not here again, we're not here to kink shame. Like yeah. we would genuinely like to understand. Well that's I think that's what's understand. interesting about reading those books as well, is that you have like it's always interesting in a society I'm I'm gonna go deep again, but it's always interesting <laughs> in a society that is very puritanical about sex to yeah. kind of like uncover more than the traditional fantasies. And reading those books that it's interesting because you kind of like It is. Okay. That's that's interesting. I'm here for learning about different kinks, for sure. Absolutely. I, I, I you know, I don't I don't know about a lot of stuff, so Explain it to me, please. Uh, okay, so at this so she, point, she watches. She watched the porn on the computer, right? And she gets an email from Kent, <laughs> like being from like, IT. "We need to. Ch- we we see that you're you accessed uh, porn on your work computer, and we're going to need you to bring it down here to look for because they think they think she clicked on a spam or something. Right. She they don't think she actually." willingly went and watched porn at the office because who does that right nobody unhinged janice um yes i'm sure people have done it but yes but like sane people don't do that actually i did study a case about a guy who watched porn at the office he worse than that he saved porn on his computer no and the whole case was about whether or not the office was allowed to violate his privacy and go on the computer if it's to see the computer? files to show yes. yeah but that was it was the question it was mm-hmm. are you allowed to and I, I don't remember how the case ended but people think, do do that yes. but i think, I think in think his case like, he work. must have had like 20 videos porn videos he stored on his computer yeah 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 for sure so this is the point she starts freaking out she's like oh my god no i'm gonna get fired like there's there's no question i'm getting fired about this you and should this get is, fired for this you, you let's probably, be honest you probably, you probably should, should janice um and this is the second thing that made me feel like maybe she has a secret double life she said it wouldn't be the first time i've had to cut and run from a job and I was like, what is your life, Janice? You've had work at sex before and you've had to cut and run from jobs. What are you what are you hiding? Are and you a serial fever killer? Isn't the issue. I think you're the issue, Janice. <laughs> it's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. It's, it's me. me. That's you, Janice. That's you. I was like, this this trick is living 
I don't know. She has something else going on in her life. And she does, we'll get to it, but she does explain later that she had, she's been in a workplace romance before that didn't work out. Okay. But like specifically having sex at work and then having to cut and run from a job, like that's very like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. And, and basically she, she goes, I don't exactly, I don't remember entirely because the plot in this book is really confusing, but she runs into Kant in the stairwell, in the staircase. Yes. When he's talking to his mom. To his mom. Mm-hmm. And he's explaining to his mom, like, no, like, humans don't How understand the meeting mom. How much is he explaining, mom. though? That's what, he, that's what she said. She's like, you told your mom that we're mated? And he's like, I can't keep secrets from my mom. So are people actually calling their parents and saying, hey, I gave a head to someone at their desk today? I am going to guess that Kent didn't say that to his mom. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that he only told her about the broken nose. Cause I Kent mean, seems pretty like shy. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm not very close to my parents, but I would not tell I don't tell them anything. But like I uh I'm very close with my mom. I was uh my dad passed away last year, but I was close with him in in a way, but like, we had a really good relationship, but what I'm saying is I had a really good relationship with both my parents. I still have a really good relationship with my mom, and I would never in a million years talk to them about this. No, no, there's there's nothing that would convince me to get on the phone and tell my mom this stuff. Nope, nope, nope. No, and I think I would maybe, I think I might choose death over talking to my dad about this. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I remember uh, my, my mother once joked because i was i was at the office and i texted her and i said i don't feel good i feel nauseous and sick today and she joked "Ooh, maybe you're pregnant um and i responded very sincerely i don't know why i was like well the last person i was with was a woman so (laughs) that seems unlikely and she immediately changed the topic yeah yeah she's like she's more uncomfortable when i talk about women than i want to talk about men but yeah i can see that i actually think my mom would probably embrace conversations like that and be fine with them it's me it's me that does not want them you don't want to talk to your parents about that but he he hangs up from the phone with his mom Mm -hmm. and they're basically you know saying we're gonna try to say each other from work we're not gonna try anything well it's like you guys are not trying hard enough she's very curious about the whole the mating thing because she can't find like that much stuff and she's like i want to ask kent is the only orc i know like i want to ask him there's like why don't she why does she ask the pharmacist why don't she see a doctor why doesn't she see anyone other than the person that she risks mating for life if they have sex again but i also feel like they could just um she she probably could just find all of this on google like, yeah. I don't understand why she's like, I want to ask Kent this, if, if like, the herbs and the oils are, like, part of the whole thing. Yeah, like, but that's the thing, right? You would definitely find that. She's not being honest with herself. She just doesn't no. want to try that hard, but she this... pretends like she's trying really hard to fight the thing, and she's not. Again, this is where I relate to Unhinged Janice, because <laughs> that, I am just that be way. Honest with, just be honest with yourself. Gotta it's be, fine. It's just, fine if she just wants are. to go. I don't have impulse control. We don't, sometimes we don't have impulse control, Janice. It's fine. Okay. You got to just have an honest conversation with Kent. Um, But she asks him for porn. Yes. When they're in that, she's like, 
he's like, you know, there are, you know, maybe keep your like research to your home computer or whatever. And she's like, um, maybe where can I find some of this, some more of this work? Google it. Google it. But he sends her some right to her like personal computer. It sends her some links, I think. It's just just <laughs> Google it yourself. It's so easy. Uh, yeah, I I don't understand. Um, you type any combination of words that you want, and you add porn while yes. staying in the legal side of things, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll find it. Yeah, and she's like, uh, you know, people have said to me, "Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know myself. You you wouldn't know. Of course, you wouldn't know. Not at all." And she's like, I think he says something like, um. I don't know like what what you're kind of into you know what I mean like so I don't know what to send you and she says well if it doesn't end in a cream pie then it's not worth my time either I announce and it's fully worth it for the expression that crosses his face as he tries not to laugh emotional connections and cream pies noted Kent sighs and buries his face in his hands he doesn't completely hide the dark green flush in his cheeks Janice just tell him you want to fuck you clearly want to fuck yeah what are you doing Janice the, the the whole point of that interaction I was like fair enough <laughs> fair enough that's your thing I mean you know it's it's not the worst thing that I've heard people be into no I mean it's pretty basic like cream pies and emotional connection I mean emotional connection is hard to come by in porn sometimes but cream pies certainly aren't yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is the scene where she's like how are you so composed i don't understand like you're you're dealing with this so much better and he's like there's this there's this place near where i live um and it really it's really helped calm me whatever and she's like well i want to go blah 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 blah. he's like well i have like a buy one get one free coupon or something so we'll go together that but again the smart thing would be go separately go to that place Mm -hmm. by yourself Uh it'll help because what we come to learn is that this place is essentially, yeah, a spa. It's a spa. Where they're going to be naked in the pool together. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be in the pool together. They yeah, have separate but... rooms. She just keeps barging into his because she's not subtle. But again, it, the smart thing would be, don't do this. Just don't, don't do, do it. it. This, because don't do it at the on same his, time. On his side, you can sort of understand. So, because for him, it's very serious. So there's obviously a part of him that is hoping... Maybe we can get together. He's respectful of her. He, she's, he's not trying to push it on her. Right. But she keeps coming at him saying, let's meet, let's do this, let's do that. So you can understand from his perspective thing. Right. Because from his perspective too, it's like, I just mated with somebody and he's like, that's something he's wanted his whole life. So he's like, probably really, he's probably really <laughs> made my heart just go Aww. right like how sad would you be that then like the person you made it with is like ew no i don't want this you know but he's respectful about it he's he never so acts respectful. hurt about it because someone you could expect someone to be a little hurt about it you, i would you, be upset you're not you don't you're not allowed to get angry at the person because it's not right. their fault but he's really respectful about it he's like she's human she doesn't understand it's yes. not her fault but Janice, you I know, love Kent. She's she's very attracted to him, but she doesn't think about two things. Like yeah. first, if she has sex with him, it is for life. It's it's a mm-hmm. possibility of creating a, a bond for life. So you have to think about those things seriously. And second, mm-hmm. she doesn't think about what it means for him. She just thinks right. I want to have sex with him, and she doesn't think maybe I should 
take time off, you know, kind of put some right. distance because I can't disrespect what some what what this bond is for right. him. Right. She's not thinking about it from him. And he is such I love Kent. He is he's by far the best like male. He does point it out to her at some point so, though. Yes. Later on he gets a little like, hey. <laughs> you know. But um, they go to the spa and they end up in the pool together. Naked. So yes. So <laughs> There's one there's one quote I wanted to get to from this part where uh, she's talking about how she doesn't know how to relax. And she says, I'm barely I barely relax on my days off. I mean, how does anyone relax in late stage evil empiricism? And that made me laugh. I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of corporate stuff because she just kind of goes, well, the- um, I'm still fully prepared to save the receipt, send a copy of it to the accounting department and yes. CC Gwen in the email. And again, do you really want to CC that? Do you want to tell the office that you've gone to a spa alone with a co-worker that you're supposed to be taking your distance from? I think she wouldn't say that she was with him, but yes. Uh, no. And so what happens is she is like, too distracted by being near him to listen to the instructions like she doesn't know what this is at all so the woman sends them into two separate rooms next to each other and she's like shit i didn't listen to what i was supposed to do and so she leaves her room and like goes to his and doesn't knock just opens the door and he's fully naked because the whole spa thing is it's like a very it actually it sounded really wonderful i was like this this i would go to the spa 100 it like the room was set up to be make you feel like you're in nature essentially right there's like moss and and everything around and there's a pool of of warm water that you can soak in and then there's like special oils that you put on a warmer and and stuff like that it sounded lovely but he's like that (laughs) right i was like what is this spa i want to go float (laughs) so she just barges in and he's naked because he's about to go soak and she's like oh uh uh uh, I didn't, I don't know, uh, and just she like, does take the time to look at his dick. She definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah of course she. Because she says, "Oh, because she was watching the porn and thinking, oh, yeah. is that a porn dick or is that the normal proportions?" And then she looks at his dick and she's like, "Nope, that's the normal proportions." But <laughs> it would be a porn dick, though, right? I mean, if it's like a produced porn video. It's definitely maybe they don't need to do that for orcs. Maybe they're maybe all they're just, just so naturally huge. really big. Yeah, <laughs> right. But then if you're an orc watching it, you're just like, oh, that guy's normal size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, sometimes in porn, when you see the massive, massive dicks that they have, you're like, this is this cannot be healthy. Well, I know that that's why they went into porn because they they have like obnoxiously sized dicks like they don't have normal people in porn i thought they took like a medication to make it bigger i mean they they might also but you have to have a like an abnormally large dick to be a male porn star (laughs) yeah it's yeah um i still haven't gotten an answer about the bread in the pants for the male models by the way (laughs) i i think a friend of mine told me that that was the case it used to be the case. Mm. I think she did. Co- yeah, yeah. She, uh, a friend of mine, confirmed to me because she listened oh. to the episode and she's like, "Yep." Oh, okay. All right. Um. Okay. So she goes back in her room. She's like, "All right. Well, 
I know that I need to be like naked and wrapped in a towel, I guess. So she gets naked and wraps herself in a towel. And then she's like, what do I do now? So she goes back to his room and is like, hey, I don't know what to do. And he's like, all right, I'll show you. So he puts some of the oil on the warmer. Mm -mm. And then they just end up going into the pool together naked. Like she's under the water. So you can't like see everything. But it's like, I, I don't know. Before they fuck, though, they have a conversation about the mating. They talk about the porn. They talk and, about the porn. Because he says, oh, I've just been... He he talks about romantic porn, basically. Mm-hmm. And she says, it doesn't escape my notice that he considers porn that includes a mating ritual romantic. I guess if he grew up on it. What do you mean grew up on it? I think the idea of We're talking teenage on. from up, right? Teenage <laughs> up. Yeah, I don't think you're growing talking up about on child romantic porn. porn seems very <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's I think this cuz this the is where they with us. <laughs> This is where I think she starts to get a little bit of an inkling of what the mating bond like means to him. So uh which she he... could have found she definitely started looking at the yeah and she should have realized it anyway but he says i can see how people take issue with the way a lot of people talk about it it does make romantic love sound like the end all be all he says after a while his hands uh taking to working the oil into my other shoulder he's giving her a massage uh but whatever language it gets uh couched in or however people try to explain it i think at the core of it all it's just it's just trying to describe someone whose presence makes you happy. And I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> He's very romantic. He wants eh. he wants a partner. What is your problem know. with that, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's cute, but it's very like Yeah, of course everyone to a certain extent, you know, wants to be happy. Yeah, partner. I mean, not everyone. I'm I'm generalizing. They're aromantic and asexual people sure. there, and not everyone. You know, you don't need to be with someone to be happy. But it's just you know, it's as far as romantic stuff goes. I've seen more romantic. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. Okay, it, it is sweet. It is sweet. I'm just <laughs> unimpressed by it. So they're naked together in a pool, and he's giving her a massage with oil. So, like, clearly they're going to fuck because they're under the blood fever, and like, this was such a bad idea. I did like this she quote. She sits on his knees. She sits on his lap while he is giving her a massage. This is, I loved this quote. I wrote it down. It made me laugh really hard. Evil overlord, how is it possible that his <laughs> cock was already huge to begin with, and he's a grower? <laughs> Uh, uh, he's a shower and, and a grower there's another one where she says i wonder distantly if my health insurance covers being eviscerated by orc cock and i was like if anyone I... would know janice it's you <laughs> you're in hr i wrote down on that i wrote down a note for that quote because i was like how many books are we going to read where there's either like allusions to or it actually happens that like the female <laughs> the female bits get destroyed but she doesn't though like that's no, she, the well, comment we don't know that but it's like can we yes but they have sex a bunch in the book spoiler alert like you didn't well, know that was gonna actually, happen i don't know if i don't know if your copy had that but in the ebook that i had there's actually fan art full frontal fan art i had that's my yeah. next note is you just turn a page and there is full frontal fan art of them at the spa naked and i was like what the fuck 
Yeah, but like she sits, she sits on his lap, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna start masturbating. That's fine. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, nothing's gonna come and, from this." And then he just goes, "Just the tip, just the tip." <laughs> Look, has anyone <sighs> ever succeeded with the just the tip? Also, strategy? what's the what's the point of just the tip? You're just gonna frustrate yourself, right? Even it's more. not helping you at all. So they have sex at the spa on the ground it's pretty Which was hot kind of yeah it was kind of hot i was gonna say that that scene it. was pretty hot mm-hmm. it wasn't really it wasn't weird it wasn't no. kind of like terrifying like in the beast <laughs> yeah or the dragon bride <laughs> it, was, it was hot no yeah, yeah it was a good sex scene i don't have much to say about it it was pretty like straightforward uh but they start dating after that basically they're like why you know i guess let's not stay away from each other and so... they just accept it they don't yeah. she doesn't even she doesn't even realize that mm-hmm. this is this is serious now. It doesn't even cross her mind. Right. To her, it's still just like, this is sex because we're really attracted to each other. And it's like or dating or something. Dating. Because they are dating. Like they're going out and sleeping over at each other's house. Like they're definitely, they're definitely dating. So they, they I end up in an so elevator. I'm so sick of it at this point. The elevator scene. Just... The elevator scene drove me nuts because I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So you don't have enough time. Have you have you ever been in an elevator? They're so fucking no, fast. <laughs> no matter. Like I I one one of my classes one time in university uh was in a building that was like it was like 12 stories. I don't know. It was like a really big building in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh I had a class on the 7th floor. Mm-hmm. It took maybe a couple minutes. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yes. There is not enough time. No, there's absolutely. Well, he does hit the like stop button, but it, that's not going to like you're in. And a, someone's a... going to realize that. That's right. the point of the stop button. You're in a crowded office building like that's not going to last for very long. So they have sex. She hikes up her skirt and they have sex in an elevator. And, and then, then they look up. She looks up and there's a fucking camera in the corner because of course there are because, because you're in your if office. If you are building. HR or IT, you would know that. <sighs> yes. And you're not, they're not, they don't have the fever anymore at this point. So they can think. I think they still do, but it's like, come on, you know? You're, and and she immediately, that was, that drove me crazy. She the immediately way she freaks out, out mm-hmm. and she's like, we're going to break up. I'm going to get fired. And it's like, you know yeah. what? He's an IT. He can erase it. He could just and, take care and, of it. And then she keeps going, someone is going to find it out. Maybe stop having sex at the office. Yes. No so this is, it. I really, she said the little red blink in a black lens tucked away in the ceiling corner. It was never safe to be this happy. Janice, <laughs> having sex in the elevator at work has nothing to do with happiness. Like it, you, you don't have sex in the elevator at work. You have sex at your home. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> It's so horrible. Can you imagine you go into the elevator? It's like Monday morning. You're annoyed. You don't like your job. You're at the elevator. You're kind of like grabbing on, holding onto the bars on the side because you're like, ugh. And yes. then it's sticky. Ew. Ugh. Because fucking oh. HR and IT have been <laughs> I was just at a playing hotel hide the sausage in the fucking elevator. I was just at a hotel this weekend um, with a friend and I like leaned against the, a bar in the elevator and she was like, don't touch that. And I was like, ah, okay. All right. Hand sanitize me. <laughs> it's gross. You know, my, my boyfriend travels a lot for work. Uh, he goes to conferences and stuff. <clears throat> so he's, he's always in hotels. 
um, I've considered giving him a black light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet it's really gross. My husband, which he Travis said, like, please do not. I do not need to know that. <laughs> I don't want it because there's nothing you can do about it, right? Like, what's he gonna do except be grossed out? <laughs> so there's another quote here. It says. In some part of my gut, I knew this was coming. I've been so stupid, so reckless. I should never have given in to everything I was feeling with Kent. I wasn't ever yeah. going to. It wasn't <laughs> ever agree. going to be. It wasn't ever going to be all flowers and sunshine. I shouldn't have wanted to think that it uh, that it could have been. And it's like Janice again. You do you're not unhinged. need to fuck in the elevator. This has nothing to do with your happiness. You fucked in the elevator at work, and you need to learn to keep your goddamn pants on. Okay, that's your problem. <laughs> It's not happiness. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, and the thing is that she immediately assumes she's going to get fired. She breaks up with yes. Kent. Breaks up with him immediately. Email. email through email. work email. Work email. And she assumes she's going to get fired. So she kind of... What does she do? She logs herself off her own email address. Because she receives... She, receives, she logs out of everything. Yep. She's, she's called into a meeting. She assumes she's going to get fired. She right. goes out of everything, her own email and everything. And then she goes into the meeting and they're like, okay, so like the whole thing with the blood fever is gone, right? We just need to do the paper. Right. It's Gwen from Monster Resources. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just checking in. Like, I just want to make sure it's going okay. And she's like, yep, yep, yep. Everything's good. So then she has to go back to her office and figure out how to log into everything again. <laughs> but that's, that's how I was so annoyed because she can't log back in. And then she has to call Kent. Right. Who's saying, are you type, what are you typing? Like, and she's like, no, it's not working. My password isn't working. And he says, did you type in your email address? She wasn't typing the email address. She was just typing her name. Yeah. Instead of the email. In. <laughs> Listen, Janice shouldn't be in HR, but she also shouldn't be in IT. So <laughs> she needs to go into a totally different direction. Because like freak out for another 20 minutes before you actually call your ex to realize right also just call someone else in it why are you calling kent (laughs) you just broke up with him so it's like a week is it like a week later yeah but there's a quote where she's like i don't think i'm in a place where taking time off would be healthy i'd wallow in my pajamas and rewatch 20 seasons of hgtv shows and order takeout for every meal and not shower once the whole time that sounds fucking fantastic yeah that's my dream That's like my weekends. Right. I'm in sweatpants and a t-shirt right now, man. I'm in my pajamas. This is life. Um, Okay. So a week goes by. They're not talking. She broke up with him. She's like, I can't be happy. Unhinged she even Janice. says, I really thought I was going to be fired. Had I just built this all up in my head? Yes. I mean, no, because you did fuck in the in the elevator yeah, at but work. He erased but it. he erased he said, the he tape. Even confirms to her that like mm-hmm. no one ever checks those tapes. No, he can just erase it. Five minutes, it's done. Yes. So yeah, she built it up in her head. Absolutely, you built this up in your head. So there's a fire drill, and it happens <laughs> <laughs> a week later. There's a fire drill, and it happens when bad. she she happens to be like near him. They work a couple floors apart from each other, so they're not they don't pass each other all the time, but they do sometimes and he like (laughs) something in him just gets like primal and he grabs her drapes her over her shoulder and jumps out a window to 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 like climb down the side of a building he king kongs the fucking building he king kongs the building kent what are you doing (laughs) 
Because we learn very quickly. She knows that. He's supposed to know that. It's just a drill. <laughs> it's just a drill. And she's like, I got to get back to, like, they're going to do roll call. And I they're waiting for her. They're waiting for her. And he's like, he comes to his senses and is like, Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, I just, I don't know what happened. It was just like, I thought my mate was in trouble and I, I just grabbed you. It, I know, it was very sweet. And then she's like, she realizes that she loves him, blah, blah, blah. And but explain something to me about the logistics <laughs> okay. of the scene, though. Okay. Because the entire time they're hanging from the side of the building. They're on like a windowsill. They're hanging I, from the side of the building. Look, I didn't get it either. So there's a... But he gives her oral. She gives him oral. And then yes. they have sex and all the while fuck. being on the side of the building. Yes. And I thought there's someone, because presumably it's this building it's an office building and presumably there's other office buildings mm -hmm. around it there's someone looking out his window there are people that can definitely see them Thinking fucking on the side of this the building fuck is going on absolutely don't tell me that someone wouldn't be filming this and uploading this online yes, yes. immediately this is worse than fucking in the elevator janice <laughs> like what the fuck uh yeah you i know this, understand this reminds me of a time i was at my office and we saw smoke coming out of a building mm -hmm. um it was it was also like a government institution building so everyone was like what's going on <laughs> can we go back to can we go back home early today yep um it was it was a small fire right but everyone got evacuated but from my office i could see the firemen on the roof mm -hmm. and they could see that one of them saw me watching right and the guy who's taking care of a fucking fire looks up to me and just kind of waves <laughs> hey you have something important to do bye bye <laughs> uh yeah i didn't understand the mechanics of how they do this because they're like on a window sill and it doesn't make sense they're on, like a quote god where she says the sex against the brick wall might be worth the bruises and scrapes alone and i wrote i guarantee you it is not absolutely not i can't imagine how uncomfortable that is uh i also this quote i loved i realized then that i can't blame the the blood fevers for the unhinged idea it's just me unhinged janice <laughs> with her fucking off the wall wants and i was like yeah i love, I love you unhinged janice <laughs> you are truly yeah wait where was it isn't, uh, isn't janice the name of um chandler's one of chandler's girlfriend and friends i don't know i don't i've seen the janice. show but i don't know it that well it might be uh here's another quote i don't think we're allowed to mate on the side of the building he murmurs no. out of the corner of his mouth you're absolutely not don't this see is public indecency <laughs> yeah it totally is don't see you stopping me Unhinged Janice is now in charge. I'm letting her have free reign because calm and collected Janice has not had great success with decision making. When was she ever in, not in charge? You have been unhinged Janice since day one, Janice. You are unhinged. That's, you know, that for that quote, I actually wrote, you are absolutely not allowed, you absolute fucking no. dumbasses. This, it's it's 100% illegal what you're doing right now. She's just there screaming while getting fucked against the side of the so building midair. And okay, the the other, I think the other side of the building is where everybody's like congregating yeah, but for still, the thing. There's going to be people watching out of their window. Absolutely, like, the people are seeing, they're going to call the cops. It's a <laughs> whole thing. 
So, okay, so they get back together and blah, 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 and they're mated. And yeah, because he, she asks him, she says, if you let me, I'm going to punch you in the nose again. Uh huh. Knowing that you just have to draw blood, I'm pretty sure you don't need to punch him in the nose. You could just, you just give him a little know, cut. Yeah, cut yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't need to do that. <laughs> so they're like meeting the parents, et cetera, et cetera. I don't quite remember. It was just kind of like a happily ever after, but I wrote down this yes. quote and I need to read it to you. Okay. okay. It says, a maniacal grin spreads across my face. I kiss his neck and repeat gleefully, you fucked up. I don't do this to you when you don't know about orcish things, he points out. He's right, but unlike him, I enjoy annoying the people I love. And I wrote, uh, okay, now unhinged Janice reminds me of Claire. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's a you move for sure. Me annoying the people that I love? Yeah. I mean, they let me, so... Yeah. <laughs> What's the most annoying thing I've done to you? Lovingly adore. Lovingly oh, you, you don't annoy me. I'm talking about poor Rob, your boyfriend. You're always annoying him. He accepts. He's told me that he keeps me around for the entertainment at this point. Yeah. Didn't you like go to tell him that you loved him and then burp in his face instead recently? <laughs> what, are you exposing me like this? <laughs> yeah. It's all, all truth comes out <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, no, to be fair, I did want to tell him that I loved him. Um, the, the burp was completely accidental. <laughs> I wish it hadn't been. I wish it had been my idea, but no. No, no, <laughs> the most annoying thing that I think I've done to him that I want to take credit for is that he he wakes up in the middle of the night, right? He's not mm-hmm. conscious at all. He just kind of freaks out in the middle of the night. If you yeah. move a little bit, if you flip a page or something. And one time he woke up like this and he was just completely panicked and looking at me terrified. And I just look at him and I go, don't worry, the aliens are almost done with the anal plug. See, you <laughs> are, you torture the people you love. I'm he looked at me and he went, ah, and he went back to sleep. Unhinged Claire. Jesus. <laughs> Scaring people to death. <laughs> he didn't remember anything. Ugh. Uh, okay, so we end the book with a very unexpected POV shift to Gwen, the monster resources girl. I'm guessing book three is about her. Yeah, I'm going to guess that. It's it's unexpected and not really necessary, but it also made me laugh because it's just, it's them, it's Kent and Janice sitting down with Gwen to be like, hey, actually, we are <laughs> mated. And she is so annoyed because she's like, I just finished all the fucking paperwork saying that you guys were not <laughs> mated. And now you're going to make me fill out all the paperwork again to say that you're mated? What the fuck? And I just thought that, I like, it doesn't, it didn't add anything, but it did make me laugh quite a bit. Like, that that was the, that's the end of the book. Doesn't she start thinking at some point that, like, she is going to find a new job? Yeah, I think she's like, God damn it, I hate this job. Like, <laughs> Which I get, because if I was in her position, I'd be like, fuck you two. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Especially since book one, again, I'm guessing, has the CEO, who I'm guessing is a monster, uh, having sex with yeah. a subordinate. So Yeah, we'll have to look up and go back to, to book one sometime. Because uh, I, I enjoyed this, it was fun, so... Yeah, so I, that's the book. It was fun, but it was so the plot was so convoluted. It's just I I don't mind a lot, but I do mind when people are being consistently stupid. Oh, uh, I loved this book, Claire. It, they, <laughs> but they were stupid in the best way. Like I was like unhinged, Janice. You are you are a pill. <laughs> I think I just find it. I 
I don't love romances in office settings. You know, I don't read a lot of romances in office settings. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't read them. Um, well, the love hypothesis, I guess. I haven't read that. I know the hating game is a really popular one. I haven't read that. I haven't um, read it either. It's, so this is not like a a thing that I'm super familiar with. It's just corporate romance. You know, it's kind of like ugh. I thought. I so I can see where that could go ro- oh. very wrong for me. The corporate <laughs> romance stuff. I yeah. think because of how absurd it was with all the like monster stuff it made me laugh yeah no no it was definitely funny i think i was just annoyed by the 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 sheer stupidity of the plot at some point <laughs> and it's just we're reading monster smod so of course it's going to be a little ridiculous but it was on the more ridiculous side it was you know i had this a similar feeling as i had with the dragon bride which was it's funny but by the end of it i really wanted it to be over I'm offended, personally, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I loved Ken. He was so great. He was so fun, so sweet, and, like... I liked so- Ken. I mean, hey, I liked Soul and the Dragon Bride as well. True, yeah. Soul was, Soul was fun. I know, but this is not the Dragon's Bride. You this know, was it's- so much more better. It's also, sexist. the sex was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the, the sex is fun. The sex We're ending fun. this podcast right now. <laughs> No, hey, you know, we don't have to it's, like the it's same a discussion. Books, but no, but it's them. a discussion that I have with people on Bookstagram often, mm-hmm. which is that I don't mind if someone didn't like a book that I liked or vice versa, mm-hmm. as long as everyone's respectful about it. Oh, absolutely. If yeah. Someone absolutely loved a book that I completely hate it. I am not going to go out of my way to tell them or tell them at all, like, oh, I found it ridiculous. I find it awful. If someone asks me, I'll be like, I didn't really love this. I didn't love that. Mm -hmm. And if someone hates it too, then yes, I'm going to go full on like, this is why I fucking hated this book. Yes. But I don't want to piss on someone else's parade. You know, it's like people saying they hate Akatar because of this, because of that. And it's like, okay, fair enough. You don't have to like it. But do you have to make a statement all the time about how much you hate it? Because Mm -hmm. we can be positive about things. I, you know, I, I feel like it's not a positive thing if you feel the need um, <clears throat> but it's the same if someone loves a book and and, I, and they ask me and I'm like I didn't like the book it's not an you know yeah it's not an attack on them I had someone comment on I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before but I've had someone comment on it on the review that I did on the second book of the discovery of witches mm. I absolutely love the first one mm-hmm. and did not love the second book at all granted yeah. i was reading it at a really bad period of my life but the, the the plot was completely ridiculous for me i did not like it the second book is slow because it gets bogged down in historical facts and stuff it's yeah, yeah it's the the characters this character assassination i did not it did not work for me but mm-hmm. someone in the comments was got really offended because it was yeah. one of her favorite books like she's reread the entire series like maybe 10 times which good for you i wish i had loved the second book that much i felt yeah. so bummed but she felt the need to give me a spoiler for book three. Well, that's rude. To convince me, to say, maybe now you'll be convinced to read book three. Which is, you know, if you're being respectful about your views in a review, or if you're respectfully telling someone, I didn't like it, I don't see the point of the other person you'd offended personally. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't... I don't think you did, but it's just kind of, you know. No, <laughs> I don't get it either. Like, you know, my my whole Instagram page is just one star reviews. And sometimes people get incredibly <laughs> passionate about like the books yeah. that they love. And it's just like, you don't, you don't have to get that passionate. It's a book. It's a book. 
there's, you know, the greatest book in the world has haters. Like there's no, it is what it is. And you're just wasting your energy on hating and going after somebody. Over yeah, just, it's not just enjoy, it. enjoy what you enjoy and enjoy what you enjoy. don't be a dick about what you don't like. And you can mm-hmm. have, I've had perfectly nice conversations with people about books that I really liked mm-hmm. and that they didn't like. And even we've had a discussion, I remember, about Court of Silver Flames that I absolutely loved. Yes. You did not enjoy as much. And we we still had a, a, we had a good conversation about yes, it. Yes, we've had, we've had the closest I think we've ever come to arguing is when we're talking about Nesta. <laughs> Yeah, but I think in this case, it's, and that's why I don't necessarily argue, I don't necessarily discuss the book with people that didn't love it. Yeah. Because the character of Nesta hits pretty close to home in yes. terms of yes. trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of like dealing with trauma in a way that makes you very unlikable. Yeah, sure. And I understood that. And I like that. I like a I like a flawed character. Um yeah. and I, I'm joking. Like we weren't actually yeah. arguing. We were we were having no, a discussion I think, about it. But I, it was I like, think yeah. I very quickly kind of went, by the way, I think this is like a triggering topic for me. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we just don't, don't discuss talk about, about it. it. Yes. Yeah. Which is fair. Like, okay, great. It's fair. <laughs> um, absolutely. But it's the same with, you know, with this book. Like I can understand how some people may like it. I think for me, the combination of the whole corporate thing and the fact that you're really being stupid about it <laughs> kind of bothered me a little because <clears throat> it's fine if you just want to have sex with them. Just have sex with them. I think just that I just, I've related to her lack of con- of self-control. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's do Smash or Pass. We're only okay. going to do three characters because there's not really, there's not a yeah. lot of characters going on in this. So Kent. Smash or pass? Smash. Smash. 100% smash. He's wonderful. He's so sweet. He's so sweet and kind and just like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. What about- Kind of reminds me of my boyfriend, actually. Oh, that's really sweet. Because he's really, he's really, my my boyfriend who's going to listen to this episode and (laughs) he's going to be like, oh, Claire, you've been so sweet. And that's going to bother me because I don't like being very And then you're going to ruin it by doing something (laughs) not sweet. Yes. But he's, he's the kind of person who's incredible. He's genuinely such a good person. Yeah. He'll, you know, he'll make, he'll, he'll make mistakes sometimes Mm -hmm. and yeah, the most, the purest, sweetest reaction to it. Um, But he's also someone that you can really rely on in an emergency. Wait, did you say can or can't? Can. Oh, okay. I thought you said can. Yeah, yeah. I was no, like, no, no, you absolutely, funny. you absolutely can. I, I had um, a medical procedure um, a few months back, which, mm-hmm. without going into details, I couldn't really stand up or mm-hmm. sit up for a while. So he actually had to carry me to the bathroom. That's really sweet. And wait outside until I knocked, and I was like, "My pants are back up. Can you like oh. carry me back?" That's that's incredibly sweet to do that. So yeah, so else. I like I like Kent. Kent for sure. Smash, hundred percent smash. Okay, what about unhinged Janice? Absolutely not. I'd I'd smash. Well, I have smash, a moral objection to HR. By smash, I mean I want to be best friends with her. I I would not want to be in a relationship. Yeah, she's with the kind Janet. of she's the kind of friend that you call when 
you want someone to tell you that you can't do something that you know mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. She is a situational friend. Like, yeah. I want her to be my work friend because there's like inherent boundaries with your work friends. You know what I mean? And I want yeah. those boundaries with Janice, but I also want her to tell me about all the unhinged things she's doing <laughs> all the time. So I want to be, I definitely want to be friends with Janice for sure. Yeah, and every time she she says, "Hey, you're doing something that as HR I don't con- I can't condone," and you go, "You've watched porn on your computer, Janice." Do we want to talk about the things you shouldn't be doing at work, Janice? Do we really <laughs> want to get into that? <laughs> Should I go check the elevator? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last one is Gwen. I had a, she's not in here much, but she has her own POV, so I figured why not throw her in? You know, there. I think so. It's interesting because she is also HR there. And you have a real thing against HR. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. She had she she seemed a little bit less stupid. Sure. I, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna go no, she seemed a little bland to me, you know. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean she's in she's in the next book, I think, so yeah. we'll get to that. All right, let's do Goodreads reviews. So there honestly weren't that many like funny ones. Um I've got three here. Uh, A lot of them were, you know, just pretty serious. And I'm not here for serious shit. I'm here to laugh. Uh, Okay. So this is, um, this is from Nikki and it's a four star review. And she says, monstrously sweet. This series is quirky and fun. I loved shy, awkward and nerdy Kent. Neurotic and uptight Janice needed his calming presence and peace to keep her grounded. Blood fever is real, (laughs) y'all. This one's from Mrs. Pizza. It's four stars. And uh, she says, here comes a sentence I never thought I would write. Adorable orc office romance. All those words together seem like nonsense, but it wasn't. It was lovely, dorky, sexy good times at the office. I liked this even better than the first in the series and can't wait to see what other steamy good times happen at Evil Inc. in the future. And then the last one is a two-star review by A Vicious But Romantic. The curious case of a woman who couldn't keep it in her pants and was dumb as a rock. It's like, (laughs) I knew you would like that one. (laughs) It's like, it's like a gender reverse romance where the main male, uh, male main character keeps fuck fucking up and is hot and cold and thinks he's not worthy of the heroine. Plus he keeps coming onto her. Well, in this case, it's her who's hot and cold and keeps harassing him. If the dude starts to jerk off in front of the heroine, it's creepy. Same with this woman when she did exactly that. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. (laughs) That is a good point. (laughs) I have never read stupider female male, uh, female main character. And I can't believe someone would actually hire her. And we know nothing about the main male character because this is a single POV. So we actually see and hear from him so little that I would barely call him a main character. Disagree on that. Why do I keep reading hyped books when they are always overhyped? I the only thing I'll say about that is I don't think this book is like hyped. No. It's, I've never heard of it right? before. It doesn't have that many reviews. Like it's not a hyped book, I would say. But it's also it's monster romances. You have to adjust your expectations. You have to have yes. I, I especially when it's so short, you're not gonna have very developed characters no you have to the point of those books is the smut and the the weirdness of it all yes yeah exactly it's not uh you you can't expect it to be like fully developed yeah okay so that was this week's what are your what are your final thoughts on the orc from the office 
I mean, look, it's it's fun and sweet. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it. I didn't have very. You're a little neutral on it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have big feelings about it. I think this the sex scene was was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I kept thinking about was that if you took away the fact that he was an orc, it wouldn't change much about the story. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's set in a very like normal environment. Whereas, like, I did, I don't, I don't think I love modern monster romances. I, mm. it's, it's not for me. I did like muscles and monsters. More. Yeah, that was. Fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily love it when it's in the corporate. I just find it weird to have like a monster in an office. Sure, I understand the fun factor, but I don't think it's for me. <laughs> well y'all know i loved it i thought it was super fun um i loved the characters i love the setting the world is mm. really fun so i would definitely recommend you check it out it's real quick it's a quick read and it's yeah. on kindle unlimited so i think i read it in an hour yeah it was like such a such a quick read um and i think last week i had teased that we might have a special guest on this episode um and we don't which is why i didn't say that in the middle of the episode i remembered i was like (laughs) oh wait because this particular person is not um he's not a consistent reader Hmm. i didn't mean to gender there but yeah oh whatever i'll just say it was my husband wanted to come on real bad um and we gave him this book and he did not finish the book so he's not here but maybe someday we'll maybe have someday. we'll have him on um, we have okay. a few guests in mind yeah definitely we're definitely gonna have a few uh a few friends come on and do it with us for sure um okay so for next week we are going to be reading Morning Glory Milking Farm by C.M. Nazcosta. This is also on Kindle Unlimited. And this is one that was, um, this was recommended to me even before we started the podcast. This yeah. is one that, that people had told me is fun if you're looking to get into the genre. There's a books of grammar. Um, I think her name is Momo's Books. Mm. She listened, I think she listened to it on audiobook and it was it was hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. It is apparently a book about a woman who gets a job at a farm milking minotaurs, uh, which just sounds insane and hilarious. And I cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait to read it. And the cover art is gorgeous. The cover art is hilarious. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's really nice. I think it's, it's better than some some covers that I've seen out there. I think it's one of those things with Ice Planet Barbarians where like the original cover it yeah. got popular and now they have a new cover and it's it's a, like a really nice one. Yeah. All right. So before I get to where everybody can find us, is there anything else you want to add or anything additional you want to point people to? No? Uh, nothing on my end. So <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram at Goodreads underview uh review underscore reviews. God, I can't talk today. Goodreads underscore reviews. You can find Claire on Instagram at Claire's Reviews. You can find the show on Instagram at the Monster Smash Pod, uh, where we do stupid reels and sh- and shit. <laughs> yeah, and- we do we do sneak peeks. Mm-hmm. and occasional memes and things like that 
And we're on Twitter at smash underscore pod, uh, which I believe we have not posted to a single time, but it, it is no. there. Um, and you can <laughs> you can email us at themonstersmashpod at gmail.com. Um, let us know if we missed something or if there's a book you think we should do or any, you know, anything. If we asked questions during the podcast and you have answers, feel free to comment and stuff because any engagement is good. And if you like the, the episode, give us a comment, maybe give us five stars or maybe even four stars. If you liked it, that would Um, be great. That would be great. Hit subscribe. Give us a good rating if you like it. That helps us get out to more people. Uh, and it's super fun doing this podcast. So we'd like to get out to as many people as possible. Absolutely. And that's that's it, all you wolf mommies and daddies. All you wolf <laughs> babies. <laughs> wolf babies. We will see you next week for uh, Morning Glory Milking Farm. Bye. Bye. Bye.